0: Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shiurim in the Sefer Lakutim Moran. We are towards the end of Torah 12, deep inside Os Hei, number 5. We're going to pick it up right where we left off. Here we go. V'nakit Shrey What does it mean that he was holding... Two cups of wine in his hands. Remember, we're dissecting the story that Rabbi Baruch presented in the Gemara to understand the deeper levels of what this story can mean for us and this particular teaching that Rabbi Nachman shared. Here we go. Because there are two different aspects of wine. One is the oral tradition. Malchus Rav which is a quote from Megillus Esther, meaning there's an, an abundance of royal wine. There's also a play on the word Rav. Rav means many, it means a lot, it also means the rabbi. A rabbi, a teacher of Torah, and specifically Talmud. You cannot be a Rav unless you're holding in the Talmud, in the Torah Shebel Peh, in our oral tradition bina And additionally, there's the concept of a, an understanding heart. Simcha a joyous heart. The Yain levav Zyain makes the heart glad. That's a quote from our heritage, as we learned. Gamhu Yayin. This is also the aspect of Yayin. Wine for our sakes today represents two things the Torah Peh, meaning the Talmud. And a gladdened understanding heart. Next concept from our story: Umodrek lahai, and he poured one cup to the other. If you remember, there were two cups, and he was pouring one back to the other. Shiyamshikh Kav Yorok Mihai, that he should draw out this green line from there, the line of yarok, We learned about this earlier. Bebechinas VeYorok Es chanichav. As the verse says, he yarek his trained servants. This yarek, this idea of a green line, but a line that's connecting different aspects of the spiritual realms. Zechibuk, this is a connection or a hug. Sheikabel be'ahave esaradifa v'yismach That a person is able to receive with love all of these individuals that are running after him, the persecutors, if you will and accept these challenges with joy. through this hashchina, the divine presence, the ultimate level of the Almighty, shtorshbel peh, which we learned before is a torshbel pez, the Talmud. chibuk, which is a hug a big connection, ani chavatzeles. This is a verse we saw earlier meaning I am the rose. This Yeruka, this green line, or this greenness, or the line itself, is like a rose. This is representing a total connection, one totally coming together with the other. Meaning, the person who is who's being rude to the Rav, the person who is speaking negatively against, against the Tzadik, and the Tzadik himself... When there's a recognition that these challenges are all from uh, from on high, they're all for the best, and I'm going to fully receive them and accept them with love and joy, that's when there's a real hug. And of course, this hug is metaphoric, meaning a total bond between two sides of the story. Vizé, and this is... What we're going to do now are learn the last three aspects of this story before totally breaking down and going back and weaving together each part of this beautiful quilt that Rabbi Nachman has woven for us. Let's check this out. V'la ara minayu la'ara, yalu yerdu this is the happening in the story that he was able to pour back and forth without dripping any of it on the ground, even though it was a day of rising up to the sky and going down to the depths. What does that mean? I knew. namely, this is talking about Shashina yashva ben trei that the shechina resides, it rests between two tzadikim, tzadik elyon zebachinas yalu shamayim the upper tzaddik, the upper righteous person, which is the concept of the heavens on high, yardu sahomos, and going down to the depths, zebuchin tzaddik tachtoin. This is talking about the lower tzaddik, the lower righteous person. Ze is nashikin. And this whole idea is the concept of kisses. We learned about this briefly with a little bit of an introduction a number of shiurim ago. Bechinos notfos more oiver, Now, this whole concept is connected to the dripping myrrh. How does that work? Through wisdom that we spoke about earlier. And this whole idea is connected to The king heard about that which was happening and put him to death. The king heard about that which was happening and put him to death. This means that he'll start to understand and really hear, meaning this isn't just hear as in, I heard the words through my ears and I know that something happened, there was a noise, but I really came to understand the Torah Shebal Peh, the Gemara, which is called Malchus Pe. it's called the mouth of the king, there's a declaration that's made through the mouth of the king. And from there, to understand or really think about this deeper wisdom of the different letter permutations that that are being taught by this Talmud Chacham, the sage that is the demon Jew, the demon sage, the sage that's actively learning but not for the right reasons and perhaps distorting certain ideas ever so slightly. So, when the tzaddik, the super righteous, hears these ideas, when they're slightly off, what happens? The tzaddik is able to hear these ever so slightly edited or shifted towards the wrong side, or even ideas that have kavanas that are wrong and slowly flip them to return them to the rightful place in the Torah Shabalpeh. So when it says that the king heard and put him to death, this is referring to the idea in our story of the tzaddik hearing these ideas from the Shayd Yehudi, this demon scholar, he hears them and then is able to change them and fix them and return them back to their glorious place. I.e. is putting to death the negative aspects that were taught from this, this uh, scholar of ill repute. And through this whole idea, was able to put him to death. What does this really mean? The main life force of the Klippas. The Klippas, as we've spoken of it before, it's a Kabbalistic concept. It literally means a peel. There's a peel or a shell that. Circles and protects the core of ultimate goodness. Now, some of these klippos are are usable. Some you have to throw away, and only are, are negative and evil. Picture an orange. Some of an orange you can use. There's like the rind that makes things, uh, the rind and the zest, and different ideas of the of the peel. And there's some some like um, a walnut where you you just throw it away. There's no use for it. In any event, the Klippas are what we're trying to get rid of in order to find that life force that stands within. So the main life force of the Klippas, which is the site of negativity, and the these demons that we've been speaking about, is only from the sparks of the Shchina. Their life force is coming from somewhere positive. The whole time when this is not complete, this whole idea is not totally in in, in unison. Yeshla ezechisaron. That's because there's some type of lack. Where is that? Meaning, there's a lack in the shchina. Something, if we could say that, something is missing. That livelihood, that ultimate positivity, was taken on a certain level from the 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 side of negativity. These klepas and these. Evil. Uh, these evil scholars take sparks that don't necessarily belong to them to fuel themselves. There's a fix that needs to be made. Those sparks that went into the, the klipas and into the, the things negative need to be taken and returned to the rightful place in the shekhinah. and This is what gives them life. Them, meaning the sides of negativity, taking these sparks from all that is good and holy to fuel their existence. And when he, the tzaddik, is able to lift those ideas up, lift that negativity up, the sparks of livelihood from the Shekhinah, up to this concept of wisdom, that there is the core building. The main building is taking these sparks of holiness and returning them to where they rightfully belong. And then that's called building to completion, in a, a full sense of the term. And this is called putting the demon scholar to death. Pulling the life force out, if you will, of the negativity is this death that is related in the story. When I'm able to reach down and pull the life force out of negativity, but take that life force, because that force itself is kulotov, is totally positive, and put it back where it, where it properly belongs... That's when I know I'm building to the best of my ability. With this idea in mind of taking the sparks from negativity and putting them in places positive, I look forward to finishing the Torah, please God, in the next shir. For now, wishing everyone a beautiful day.